Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you, for Monday, January 30th, 2012. This broadcast is designed to service the African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. Today's segment is called CBBN Business Journals. CBBN Business Journals will feature interviews with business owners from around the country. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book 1, 2010, now available on Amazon.com, producer for this series, and founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Join us today and touch the world. We love authors. Our guest today is not only a business consultant, but an author. With us today on CBB and Business Journal is Stanley G. Buford, owner of Turcat Consultants, Inc. A Chicagoan, Stanley G. Buford holds master's degrees from National Lewis University, in Management Human Resource Development and DePaul University in Curriculum Development. He has also appeared as a guest on the nationally televised show Heartbeat of America. He also owns and operates a state-certified management consulting business called Turcat Consultings, Inc. In his most recent children's book, Thanks, Dad, he attempts to break down some often repeated stereotypes about fathers' roles as a custodial head of household. So let's welcome our guest. How are you this morning, Stanley? I'm doing real good. Good to be with you. Thank you for having me as a guest. Absolutely, absolutely. We appreciate you taking the time. Now, in the introduction, we spoke a little bit about your background. And on yeah. CBB and Business Journals, we always want our audience to get to know the person first. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, I'm a native West Sider, grew up on the West Side of Chicago, uh, attended Marshall High School, and uh, was not selected to be one of those that was going to be successful in, in life, if I can put it mildly, but uh, I had some dogged, determin- dogged determination and a mother that said, you absolutely will succeed. So with that combination, uh, I've been able to make some inroads in my personal and professional life. You had no choice, did you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you thought like you were going to do something else. <laughs> well, she, 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 she uh, made sure. My mother was uh, the type of parent that in, in, ensured that her instructions were going to be followed out. She, she made the laws. She, she uh, approved the laws, and she ensured that those laws were carried out continuously. I like that in her. I absolutely do. <laughs> Let's talk about Stanley, the author, first. Where yeah. did you get the idea for this book, Thanks, Dad? Um, you, you know what happened? Uh, I was uh, I did some research on my first book, which is which was titled uh, Not All Teachers Are Parents, But All Parents Are Teachers, and that was directed mostly at uh, parents and their roles and responsibilities, uh, specifically as it relates to 
the African American diaspora, I should say. You know that we we can't ensure that uh, people are going to do what they should do as parents if we don't give them some uh, encouragement and appreciation. So that was what that book was all about. But in the process of doing that, I did a a chapter, chapter three, the fatherhood connection on parenting, and I was looking at all those dismal statistics as they relate to African American males. You know, you know, with six percent of the U.S. population, fifty uh, percent of the U.S. prison population, uh, the number one cause of death for African American males between the ages of thirteen and twenty-four is homicide. I mean, the more I got into the specifics, I was just so definitely disappointed, and I said, you know what? I said this to myself. My next book is going to be about positive. I'm going to extol the positive nature of growing up as an African-American male. And that's that's that was my whole premise behind that. So in it, we talk about some of the issues that, that, that happen, uh, interaction, I should say, between uh, a custodial parent and his two children, his son and his daughter. Great. And that was, Great. That was, the, that was the premise, loosely based on the, the life of yours truly. Great. Great. All those things that you've mentioned and all those things that you mentioned are important and very, very viable. Given your uh, educational development and uh, background, let me ask, let me ask you this, uh, and we'll go back to the writing. Given what yes. you call the dismal condition of the young male, and we do want to say they are, I, I never speak in absolute, Stanley. We want we know that they are good, but the statistics are, you know, too horrifying to ignore. Um, mm-hmm. As we do look at the good things, the statistics are too horrifying to recognize that they are too high and should not be in what they are. Let me exactly. ask you this, given your background, uh, do you think, that it might possibly be time for parenting classes, forced oh, parenting classes, discussion I've, be, I've been asking. Uh, not only forced parenting classes, forced grandparenting classes, uh, because something has fallen through the cracks here. Somebody <laughs> forgot how to parent. So, you know, we took a look at in, in my first book, uh, Not All Teachers Are Parents, uh, But All Parents Are Teachers, we talk about that, that we've gotten away from that, you know, in, in – in that day and age when my mother was a little girl that came up, that migrated up north here from the south, uh, she had a set of rules and values that were instilled in her by my grandfather and her mother. And they were different than the parents, you know, the 27 and the 28-year-old grandmothers that we see today, you know. So in that respect, what we've attempted to do was say, hey, in a, in a very nice way, uh, this is a critical issue, and it's one that we have to deal with or it'll deal with us. So, yes, we've got to get back to the basics. Parenting classes through our churches, through our, uh, our neighborhood community centers, whatever the case may be, anybody that's willing to lend a hand and assist. Um, when I was at DePaul University, that, that was one of the things that I did as the program director in the uh, school partnerships program. We would find, uh, identify, I should say, what the services were within that community and then bring them back to that particular school district and say, hey, look, did you know that there's a – uh, a parenting class uh, over at uh, um, Journalist Basket Church, you know, and uh, make them aware of what the resources were within the community so that they could tap into those resources to, you know, improve their uh, the life of, of life for the parents in that particular community. I like nice people, Stanley. 
and you put that so wonderfully. It was probably not exactly the way that I would do it, but <laughs> but bless your heart. When that child showed up at juvenile detention the first time, we break it down. <laughs> Somebody in your class, no way. But you, you well, know, we you know. got to have both sides of that, Stanley. We got to have both sides of that, and I appreciate that in peace. Okay, because I tear it up. But anyway, we're on CBB Business Journals with Stanley C. Buford, uh, author of Thanks Dad. Now, how long have you been writing, Stanley? Oh, I think uh, that goes back longer than I, when I was a a senior, actually I was junior in in high school, and I started writing some things, uh, poems. I started putting some poems together. Now, that was a long time ago, and uh a friend of mine that was involved with music said, hey, look, you know, if I could write some musical notes to that thing, you'd have a song. I said, no, nah, who do nah. But anyway, he took it. Unbeknownst to me, he took it and he put some notes to it, and uh, uh, he submitted it to uh, some people that uh, were in the know at that particular time, and they make a little demo, a little demo record. And, uh, and lo and behold, uh, you know, a year later, when I was a freshman at Illinois State University, he sent me a copy of the demo record, and... Uh, all the guys in the dorm, they gathered around, and I said, oh, my goodness. So, you know, it was it was, it was sink or swim, and he played that. Now, you know how far this goes back because they were still playing 45s at that time. And he played that record, and those guys, after they heard that record, a, a song called A New Way of Living, uh, a poem called, obviously put the, set the music, and, boy, they stood up and gave me a standing ovation. And I just said, hey, look, when after that happened, I said to myself, you know, maybe there's some writer's blood in me after all. So that's where it kicked everything off. I love to hear those uh, stories <laughs> on how people evolved into what they're doing and what makes them happy. They are always so interesting, and there's always there's always someone there for them that brought this to them. Sometimes it's self-recognized, but in the stories that I hear, Stanley, it's very seldom. Yeah. Somebody encouraged somebody. Somebody said something to somebody, and I love to watch that exchange that, that comes forth. Exactly, so important, not only in our lives as young people and then, but as adults, as to how we develop in our environment and, and, and what we pay attention to. That encouragement is food for the whole spirit and thought. Now, let me ask you, Stanley. Now. Um, is your work limited to literary projects? What else is it that you do? Uh, we, we're uh, through Turcat, which is, you know, Turcat, T-E-R-K-A-T. That's uh, the first three letters of my son and daughter's name, Terrence and Catherine. So we call the company Turcat. And uh, uh, we, we basically, under this umbrella, we've got these other compartments. And uh, we do any of a number of things, and the writing is one of them. You know, we service schools, businesses, uh, government organizations, industries, even churches are under our banner. And basically, um, there is where you find a host of opportunities that we have to uh, interact with small businesses. So, you know, we do other workshops uh, combating sexual harassment in the workplace, uh, public management training, uh, we teach a course called Developing Self-Esteem in Parents, uh, The Black Family in trans- Transition, Peer Pressure, Economics of Staying in School. These are just some of the workshops that we uh, provide to schools and these other business organizations. So we, we're, we're, 
we're quite busy doing things and uh, involved with uh, community efforts. So is most of the work uh, and projects through Turcat through schools and in the form of workshops, is that what it is? Yes, workshops, uh, presentations. Uh, we do on-site as well as, you know, we have a facility. Uh, but uh, basically we like to say we there's no job too big or small, and we'll take that process just about wherever there is a need. We'll bring out our proven process. Uh, we've got a slogan at our company. It's called uh, We Are a Window to Communication. Wonderful, wonderful. That's that's great. Now, um, what we're going to do, we're going to take a short break, but before we do, would you tell our listening audience how they can reach out to you for more information? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay, I can be reached at uh, my email address is turkat Inc. one that's T-R-K-A-T-I-N-C, the number one, at AOL.com. And uh, my telephone number, area code 708-987-4851. That's 708-987-4851. Wonderful, wonderful. You are listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Today's segment is called CBBN Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. With us today on CBBN Business Journals is Stanley G. Buford, owner of Turcat Consultants, Inc., and author of Thanks, Dad. We're going to take a short break here to just hear from a couple of our supporters, and uh, we'll be right back. For true inspiration, check out singer, songwriter, and radio personality, Sylvia Fedrick. Sylvia, your sister under God's construction, brings to you her best in Christian contemporary gospel tunes. And they are available for download at www.sangseal.com. That's S-A-N-G-S-Y-L.com. Or you can visit her profile at Chicago Black Business Network. For bookings, call Sassy Michelle at 512-914-4221. LaDivas of Chicago Catering at www.ledivas.com is offering a 40% discount on their delicious and delectable dishes for events of 100 persons or more until December 31, 2011. This offer cannot be used with any other offer. Call them now at 773-536-5432. That's 773-536-5432. Proud and privileged, America's first African-American anytime drama is getting ready for its first season and they want to celebrate with you, Chicago. Meet the cast and the production team of Proud and Privileged on Friday, March 23rd at the Prince Hall Masonic Temple located at 809 East 42nd Place in Chicago, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Enjoy great music, networking, refreshments, and photo ops. $25 in advance, $35 at the door. Advance payment recommended to PayPal.com at Chicago's, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black 
Business Network at gmail.com. Get on board by calling us at 312-239-8835. Preview the trailer at www.storiesareaway.tv. Sponsored by South Street Journal, Chicago's Black Business Network, and WJPC-FM Chicago, the soul of Chicago. Just a little bit about who we are. Chicago's Black Business Network is a grassroots business to business service designed to assist the individual business owner in his or her efforts to reach the next level of service and growth in the marketplace. It is our goal to provide a platform for businesses to connect across the city and the country. This is where you create relationships that are designed to take your business to the next level of success. Chicago's Black Business Network is growing. We now have 800 plus members and it is our mission to plant the seeds and provide the tools for growth to each of our members. Visit us today, www.chicago's, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network dot com. Join us today and touch the world. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder. We're the soul of Chicago, WJPC. On Sunday, February 26th at 4 p.m., find yourself in the midst of a new experience when you attend The March, a civil rights opera by Alan Marshall and Jonathan Stenson. This is a free event. Reservations are highly recommended. Pre-register by email at rsvp at civilrightsopera.com. Hosted by the Chicago Park District and the South Shore Opera Company. That's Sunday, February 26th at 4 p.m. at the South Shore Cultural Center, 7059 South Shore Drive in Chicago. For details on this drama in the making set in 1963, visit civilrightsopera.com. We're back and you're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Today's segment is CBBN Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We're reaching out to business owners to join us and be a part of this journey. Simply give us a call at 312-239-8835, 312-239-8835 for details. With us today on CBB and Business Journal is Stanley G. Buford, owner of Turcat Consultants Incorporated and author of Thanks, Dad. Welcome back to the show, Stanley. Thank you. Let's uh, let's find out a little bit more about the book. Now, Mr. Simeon Wright, the civil rights icon and cousin to Emmett Till, does the foreword to Thanks, Dad. How did that come about? <laughs> well, he did some... Uh you know, some um, presentations at my church over a course of time. And uh, each time he would come, you know, we always have an audience that was spellbound. I mean, you could actually hear a mouse, you know, if, if, if that were the case, because his story is so compelling about, obviously, the night uh, when Emmett Till was pulled from his bed, and he was there with him that night. As a matter of fact, he was in the same bedroom. And um, he tells this compelling story about how his father, uh, Moses Wright, uh, made up his mind that he was going to testify in the Deep South in a time and area that's long gone, but the vestiges of which are still with us today. But that's another story and another show, obviously. Uh, I, I told him about the work that I was doing uh, to acknowledge some dads, you know, in a children's book, you know, so we will attempt to uh, reach that particular audience. And... Uh, 
I told him that uh, I'd sure like for him to be involved with it some way. And so uh, when we suggested him doing the forward, uh, he was a little bit hesitant in the sense that, you know, it was something that uh, was a little bit beyond the, the uh, his, his area of expertise. But I told him, hey, look, you know, if you have lived through the experience that you've lived through, most certainly a forward should not create a problem. And with that, he kind of he shrugged it off and laughed and said, I'll tell you what, let me work on it. I'll come up with something and see what you think. And uh, that's part of the uh, mystique about this particular book because from forward, I would say from beginning to end, it's just filled with uh, lots of uh, common sense uh, uh, information that, that uh, parents could use to, identify with concepts that would make them better parents and obviously shine a more positive life, a positive light, I should say, on the lives and the roles of African-American males and their duties and responsibility. But, again, from a child's perspective. Great. Now, your previous book was an Amazon.com bestseller. Are you expecting this level of success with this work as well? Oh, I think that this has even a greater potential for success because uh, we, we're, we're targeting um, a viable, obviously, audience here. But one of the things we're attempting to do is to reach the children through adults. So, uh, I, you know, marketing is, is, is um, a concept that we can all identify with, and most surely, you know, we need to have that in place when we're doing a work like this, but uh, uh, I would be very, very surprised if uh, once my audience is introduced to these characters, because these, these are concepts, you know, the teacher in me says that, uh, you know, when you, when you introduce concepts and, and kids pick up on them, then they become the catalyst. You know, they go home and say, hey, Mom, you know what, guess what, I read a new book today. And... Uh, when they come home with that enthusiasm and it, the parents are there ready, willing, and receptive to, hey, let me, let me, let me hear what it is, what are the characters, you know. So we, I created two characters, uh, uh, T and K, and uh, these two characters are like Dora and Diego. I don't know if you're familiar with that story, but they have adventures, and they always have some common sense approach to if they meet with danger or frustration or confusion, uh, there's always a light, there's always a character that identifies what the problem is and how to fix it. And this is one of the issues that we need with uh, uh, these African-American characters today. We need more positive role models, we need more positive characters, not just with the adults. We need to start at an early age and work our way up to the, pro- to the part in the process that allows children to see exactly what it is that they're dealing with through literature and then help to... Uh, even the playing field. Great. Stanley, be sure you talk directly into the phone. Now, uh, is this book available for order now, or how can you pre-order this book? Uh, it, it, it is available for order now. We, we're putting some controls in place right now so that, uh, you know, it, it is relatively new. We're expecting the first shipment uh, in April of this year. But uh, anybody that wants to pre-order the book, they can go to um, my um, – just send me an email at turkat one T-E-R-K-A-T-I-N-C, the number one, at AOL.com. Just send me a quick e- email, and I'll uh, return some information that will allow them to pre-order the book. 
Great, great. So is it also going to be on Amazon.com as well? well? Uh, Yes, it will, uh, as soon as we get a a barcode number. And we're working on that right now. But uh, an easier way to do it for those of the blogosphere would probably be go go directly to Facebook and uh, just hit me up on Facebook, Stanley G. Buford, and uh, just send me a message, and I'll send them the information. Wonderful, wonderful. And I do hope you come over and join our organization and come over on Facebook and, you know, befriend us also. I want to ask you, Stanley, now, uh, you promote this work as a book for kids 8 to 88. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, you know, that's the part, again, about my target market, you know. We know that uh, grandmoms buy books. And uh, in my years with the Board of Education, uh, I worked in the library. And uh, oftentimes we'd have uh, book reviews. And I see those grandmas, they'd come in there and they'd be purchasing those books. And and uh, so, so you know, I know that uh, we've got some older students as well as some younger students that, that are going to be uh, purchasing this particular book. So I didn't want to leave anybody out. So I said, hey, look, we'll appeal to everyone from 8 to 88. This book will appeal to everyone from 8 to 88. Well, that's that's a marketing tip for us today. We covered we covered everybody. <laughs> everybody. I'm gonna keep that in mind too. My target when they ask Sally when they ask who's the target market? Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm gonna remember that too. Uh, it's pretty much why I love these shows. I, I take something out of every show. <laughs> And that's what you got to get with it. I don't focus you gotta, in you gotta, on you that right one today. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us, Stanley, uh, do you have some future projects coming up, or what's going on with you down the line? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we, we're 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 getting some some new areas. Um, my daughter, uh, she's. Uh, I know this this is gonna tell my age, but my daughter's a student over at the University of Maryland, and uh, she's gonna be graduating in soon, and uh, we're gonna. Uh, she served as my uh, COO, Chief Operating Officer, and she's got some brand new ideas. She's, and she's letting me know, said, Dad, now when I come full time with the company, I got some new ideas, so uh, you got to let me in- implement them. And uh, some of those things are uh, relative to uh, um, uh, music production. You know, we're going to, you know, we, uh, I, I want to say we're writing and producing and, and uh, getting into to some aspects our, our our primary genre is going to be uh gospel christian you know just writing and producing and uh you know doing um uh, work like that working with uh young authors uh, on uh, creating a an avenue by which that they can turn their um literary or their prose material into gifted music opportunities so that those are new projects that we have on the on the horizon that, that we're bringing under our new banners. Wonderful, wonderful. I find in doing these journals, um, Stanley, that uh, once people get their creative juices going and start, you know, tapping into their creative genius, they don't know how. Their plates are so full, they just don't have any idea how to stop once you figure yeah. out how to get that, how you get that engine going. There, there's, just, there's no stopping you. Uh, the ideas do not stop. The creativity does not stop, and uh, just implementing all of these things is a full. It's you know we need almost like three other lives <laughs> in yeah. order to do this. 
So it's wonderful that your daughter is going to uh, come and assist you with that, that and, that's, and that's wonderful. Now, uh, I hope that I want us to stay in contact, Stanley. We're going to be doing something with Chicago's Black Business Network, which is going to be a business breakfast first. And I hope that you can join us for one of those roundtable breakfasts yeah. because you're right yeah. here in Chicago. They're going to be quite yeah. interesting, and we should be starting that in March. Uh, where we're just going to sit down at the table, people from different – we're going to have a theme for each one, and people uh, from different backgrounds and different type of firms are going to sit down and just have a great breakfast, uh, not to tell anybody anything, but to communicate on the topic and, you know, uh, network. And uh, we're we're going to be sure to invite you out to one of those. Now, before we call – I'm looking forward to it. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to it, too. Before we close out this project, uh, this segment, tell us once again how we can get in contact with you and how we can pre-order the book. Okay. Um, uh, Turcat Inc. 1 is my my email address. Turcat Inc. 1, T-E-R-K-A-T-I-N-C, the number one at AOL.com. And uh, the quickest way to get in touch would be would be through Facebook, Stanley G. Buford, and uh, I'll be right there. Just hit me up with a message, and I'll get right back to you on the information on acquiring the book. Stanley, it has been our pleasure. I want to thank you for joining us today, okay? It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much, Sonia. You're welcome. We want to thank our guest today, CBB on CBB and Business Journal, Stanley G. Buford, owner of Turcat Consultants, Inc., and author of Thanks, Dad. You have been listening to Chicago's Black Business Network, and this is our new segment, and we're loving it and enjoying it, and our goal is to do approximately 200 interviews this year. This is how we grow, and this is how you grow. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. We're reaching out to business owners, and if you want to be a part of this journey, simply give us a call, 312-239-8835. I want you to remember that this show and all of our broadcasts will be rebroadcast on WJPCFM Chicago, the soul of Chicago, on Saturdays between 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. You can listen to WJPCFM Chicago 24 hours a day at www.wjpcchicago.com. Thank each of you for joining us, and we look forward to you being with us again right here on CBBN Business Journals. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Good day. Every day. We rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.